Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to the Sinner and Saint, brother. On demand. A Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all of your heating and air conditioning needs. And air conditioning needs. Needs, needs, needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. The fan. The fan. Go to servicepatriots.com. Sports. Oh, this is so good. The final frontier. These are the voices of the sinner and the saint. Did you really think that after absolutely blowing your butt out in game one? Did they blow their butt out? Yes, they blew their collective butts out to try to get that win. Oh, their weekly mission to provide hot takes, medium takes, mild takes, to boldly go where no show has gone before. Take me to Flavortown. Luke Anderson. You're welcome. You're welcome, world. Will Darkens. I know what you're thinking. What will the butt test tell us that the <laughs> nose test didn't? The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Math. It's just turned into a gigantic Mexican. And 1080thefan.com. Hour two! You've been saying from hour one, shame on you. Don't worry. Service Patriots podcast has your back. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. That podcast, of course, is available at 1080thefan.com. It is available at odyssey.com. It is available on the Odyssey app. It is available, of course, through Squeezer. Squeezer. Probably the best place to get it uh, because you get all of the bonus material, uh, all of the photos, all of the videos, all of the uh, what? Got to wave or wade through the racist stuff on Squeezer. Squeezer got taken over by racists. I haven't Again. seen. I haven't seen that as much. Oh, you haven't seen that? No, I mean I don't it's really. Pretty wait. bad. I don't go away from our. Squeeze your site. Yeah. Uh, because why would you need to? It really okay. has everything that you need. Uh, can I just say, though, too, if you're on Squeezer mm-hmm. and you're looking at the Center and State stuff and mm-hmm. you've never delved into uh, the musical collection of One Will Darkens, mm. whoo, man, I, what would you call it? Is it techno folk EDM PDX jazz Q-Q-Q-Q? fusion? Yes. Jazz fusion? Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's all of that. It's yeah. all of that and more. It is. Just make sure you get past the racist stuff. There's a lot of racist stuff music? on Squeezer. Not in my well, music. Again, just go straight to our page and stay there. It's, it's got tough. everything that you need. It's tough. I get that. And a lot of, lot of, a uh, lot of pro-Trump 
and Biden. A lot of guys that want the same ticket to be Trump oh, and Biden on look, there. That's the one that throws me the off the most. political stuff's fine. Yeah. On both sides, it's fine. It's just the blatant racist content. Yeah, I know, on but what Squeezer. I'm saying is a lot of the racist the guys that want the combined ticket of oh, Biden and I Trump. See. That's those two guys are the worst. Those guys are pretty bad. Yeah, they just want them to combine forces, create one party, yeah. and it's old white guys. Let's be honest. So we move on from that because I don't think it's worth spending our time on. Is that fair? I guess. All right. So, we've got two games this weekend. Mm. The first game kicks off at noon tomorrow. I'm a little disappointed with the order. I'll be honest. I would, oh, really? Uh, yeah, I'd rather, I think I'd rather have the AFC be the nightcap. Uh, I think there's a possibility that uh, that it becomes the better game. Uh, just because it's a little more of the known. I mean, we have one, one team that has won a Super Bowl uh, with their current construction. John Harbaugh has won a Super Bowl as the Ravens head coach. Uh, but Lamar Jackson hasn't won. Uh, the 49ers have not won in the Kyle Shanahan area. The The Lions have never won a Super Bowl. We've got one team that is winning. Even though the Ravens are the one seed, I still think you have to knock off the Chiefs. I think that for this game is a better storyline. And knowing that you have either the Lions or the uh, 49ers waiting, just the order I would have put them in. For my storytelling purposes, uh, but which game do you prefer this weekend? Uh, in terms of watchability, I mean, you got to go with the AFC. That, shouldn't that be the, the late game then? Yeah, I yeah. mean, well, I, I'm not really one to care too much about sure, later or early, especially in the playoffs, quite yeah. honestly. I think the regular season, you have a point with that kind of stuff just because you sit down and you watch football all day. That, Both like, of these games will be watched in their entirety by everybody. Yeah, I so mean, you're, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like the playoffs, it maybe the wild card round, you care about that, but I think the regular season's the only time where I'm just like, why did you put that there? Yeah. But this, it's like, yeah, I want to see the quarterback duel. I want to see the contrasting styles because as much as everybody has this weird idea that Patrick Mahomes runs the ball a lot, he doesn't. Nope. He just runs around in the pocket a lot yep. and he has an incredible arm. Lamar Jackson has done very well in the last two seasons to inhibit his running out of the pocket and prevent any type of catastrophic injuries that he has had in the past, which caused a lot of consternation well, in the last two years contract yeah the last yeah. two years not being available do you do it was you... the major reason he had all of this trouble getting this massive contract yeah well i mean he's he's certainly earned what he was paid oh my gosh uh, yeah this season but it's the injury it's the injury that's always there that they say yeah. like look we, dude you're an mvp we get it like you've taken our team from joe flacco which was dead on arrival <laughs> after the super bowl to now contenders every single season so yeah if, I, yeah. if you're there though i mean so uh, he, he's he's improved his playoff record to Two and three, so he's not he's not automatic in the playoffs no. by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, the last two seasons not being available for the playoffs. Do you do you buy into the narrative that this is a must win for Lamar Jackson legacy type game? I feel like he's going to have more opportunities, but I, I I do kind of lean towards this is a big moment for Lamar Jackson. Um, I mean, it's a big moment as much yeah. as it's a big moment for everybody. I think it stands out above that. I mean, I think the only difference between that statement with Lamar Jackson and that statement with Josh Allen is that Lamar Jackson uh, seems like somebody who has a competent kind of coaching <laughs> and team structure around him. You hate Sean McDermott. Well, no, I just think the Bills aren't are. I, I kind of don't think they know what they're doing. Quite honestly, it's a little bit distressing if you're a fan of Josh Allen or you're a fan of the Bill. I mean, you want to talk about possibly wasting a prime? 
it's getting a little it's scary getting, right now for Josh that Allen. direction. Yeah. Yeah. It's starting to move that direction where you're kind of just beating your head against the wall every single season. And quite honestly, let's just say what is true fact about Josh Allen. He's exciting, but not great. Ooh, I'm sorry. Ooh. He's not. He makes critical mistakes that lose them games that if you had a more competent coach, like Brian Dayball was able to do when they made it to the AFC title game with him as offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach, you saw that Josh Allen was maturating. He was becoming a more complete and full quarterback. Once Dayball left for the giants, you started to see that same old Josh Allen crap, which is just like, Oh, what's that? We're ahead by three. I'm just going to throw a pick. Yeah, I'll throw yeah, another pick on the but next But you didn't drive. see that last week, and and you know the, you didn't. And but, you know what? That's the point: is the fact that he he's in these instances where like he can win games for you, but the Bills get in their own way so many times yes. that it kind of ruins his legacy. The coach, the coaching got in the way more last week than than he got in his own way. I can't picture the moment. I mean, in regular season games, yes, he's he's made mistakes that have lost games. But I, is there a? I don't think there's a playoff moment where he's lost them the game. They had the kick. I think there was too much time on the clock. Which actually, I was getting ready for them to both score twice uh, in in the remaining minute, mm. however much. Uh, but then the kick was missed. Uh, 48-yard field goal wide right is heartbreaking. I know for Bills fans. But at the same time, it was the coaching. It's like, keep running the ball. You're, you've been able to move the ball on the ground the entire time, and then they, they kind of put it in his hands to win the game. But I think that was a mistake, too. It's, it's, it's so difficult because you, you kind of – It is bad coaching. It's just bad coaching. But you also go, we want our guy to win the game for us and give him the ball, and he didn't, he didn't take the mantle, but he also didn't – make the critical mistake to lose it either it's I, i'm just telling you man but you, you, but you, but you gave play. the chiefs you give the chiefs those same opportunities man patrick Mahomes every time does exactly what he needs to do to win in those moments there's guys that 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 win he doesn't just not lose he goes and wins it where josh allen just hasn't lost in those moments it's, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's why, very close yeah this is why i kind of uh, I, I i i i don't consider josh allen yet in that upper echelon I put Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson over Josh Allen every I wanna, time. Uh, let's let's pause there. I want to hear why Lamar Jackson. I want to hear the moment again. He's two and three in the playoffs. Uh-huh. I'll pull I'll pull up Josh Allen's record. Record. I want to go on this. Let's let's move off of Josh Allen. We'll do the quick comparison. Then we'll move to this game. I don't know I want, if I can move off of him. I you have to. It's critical because this next segment is about. The I'm game, on him. The game that is being played early tomorrow. We'll do that uh, next. This is the Center and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. All right, well, here's here's what I did uh, in the break because I uh, care about things and stuff. We're talking about Patrick Mahomes versus uh, a guy named uh, Lamar Jackson playing up where you cannot get off of Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen is 500 in the playoffs. He's 5-5. Five and five. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, well, uh, Lamar Jackson is 2-3 and three in the playoffs, mm-hmm. so he's below 500. Uh, I pulled up a list of the best winning percentages in NFL history. Um, the lowest number on this list, at least, is a 542 winning percentage. Mm-hmm. Brett Favre. Uh, right around that in that same area is Fran Tarkenton, Mike Tomzak, and uh, and a guy named Aaron Rodgers. Uh, a little bit better than that, you've got your Donovan McNabb's, Ben Roethlisberger's, Russell Wilson's at the top of the list. Care to guess who has the uh, best winning percentage in the history of the NFL playoffs? Who? It's got Patrick Mahomes. Pretty damn good. Makes sense. Thirteen and uh, three. Joe Burrow, I don't see on the list. Joe Burrow is five and two in the playoffs. Uh, Earl Morrill was eight hundred. Terry Bradshaw, then Tom Brady. Joe Montana uh, comes in at six behind Jeff Rutledge. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's your uh, that's your your list. Kurt Warner, Troy Aikman, uh, Eli Manning up towards the top of the list. So right now you've got Josh Allen, who is very good, very good. He's five hundred in the playoffs. He's got a better winning percentage. Joe Burrow. He's fantastic when he gets to the playoffs, but he has the same ailment that uh, that Lamar Jackson has, which is he's not always available for the playoffs, but he has a much better winning percentage. So the question I asked you in the last segment was, do you think this is a must-win scenario for a guy like Lamar Jackson, who should have a second MVP this year, uh, has a below 500 playoff record, has never faced Patrick Mahomes in a playoff game, mm-hmm. but here's his chance to go out and uh, prove something. Well, it's must win in any respect if you're in the AFC. I think once you get into the AFC title game or NFC title game, it's it's kind of must win. There's there's very few situations where it's just kind of a Cinderella story. Let's not kid ourselves. The Lions were the third seed. They were one of the best teams in the NFC yep. the entire season. Like they should have gotten here. Seriously, they should have. Yep. They should have beat the Rams. They did. They definitely should have beat the Bucks. And they did. And they did that. So being here, that's fine. 
49ers, same thing, expectations. With Lamar Jackson, of course, yes, there are expectations that you have to live up to, and it could be a disappointment. Here is the difference, though, I have between what you have with Josh Allen and all the other dudes we mentioned, the stacked AFC uh, quarterback uh, carousel, is that Josh Allen is not improving. He's not getting better, Hmm. and that's the problem. Hmm. 18 interceptions, dude. That's not good. Yeah, but it's not. 18. How many touchdowns did he account for? I don't care. You threw 18. Dude. You threw 18 interceptions. There was a point in which in the season where you, like, shouldn't have been in the playoffs. You went on a wild winning streak, which was great, and you got the second seed, which is even better. But there are just moments where you watch Josh Allen play and you go, what are you doing? Why? And look, I'm not saying the guy sucks. I'm saying he's very good. He's not great, though. I would put Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, obviously Patrick Mahomes over him. I just would. And I think the people that fawn over uh, Josh Allen like this, I think you do it because you watch these sensational plays that he makes. But again, he does all the same stuff he did in his second year, which is just he goes out there and he slings the ball (laughs) and he runs around and throws 18 interceptions. Lamar Jackson has continually gotten better and refined his game and has become a player who, like, you can see now in the long run might be somebody that they can rely on. You know, the the trouble with Lamar Jackson, why they didn't want to pay him all that money for such a long time, was they go, dude, you're a running quarterback. Like, you have a shelf life. I can't invest that much money into you uh, if this is what you're going to do. And he goes out there and he goes, okay, I'll prove to you that's not the case. I'll come out there, I'll sit in the pocket, I'll make the throws. If I got to run, I'll run. But I'll stay in the pocket and I'll show you that I'm the franchise quarterback. Josh Allen, dude. Sometimes he just takes the ball and rams into people. You want to talk about someone who won't yeah. last yeah. if you keep doing that? I'm with you. I'm with I, you. I but just, but yeah. the truth is he's been available. And Lamar, Jack- and Lamar Jackson has not. He accounted. Very he, had, true. he had 15 rushing touchdowns this year, plus 29 passing touchdowns. I think you can forgive uh, a, a, few, a few interceptions. 18 is a lot. I get that. But the fact is they were out of the playoffs at one point. They worked their way back into it. The Chiefs did not look great all year. They got their, themselves back into it. He has a better playoff record with more games than Lamar Jackson has because of availability. I want to see Lamar Jackson go out and win this game. I think I that I think that that would be a big moment. But I think it is critical to consider him in with Joe Burrow's five and two in the in the in the playoffs. He is fantastic. I I would put him ahead of Josh Allen too because he he seems to will his team to victory. I don't know how much credit we give to Zach Taylor and how much blame we put on. On Sean McDermott, I I don't well, have last a big year's enough- AFC title game too. You're one boneheaded play from yes. actually making it in because I think that dude, what he hit Mahomes out of bounds and it put him in uh, yes. field goal range, and that yes. was it. Yeah, they're just there's just th- stuff. These moment these moments, but but for me, the AFC with all these quarterbacks is like it feels like for the next five years, mm-hmm. it's going to be one of these guys representing. And I don't know if C.J. Stroud is going to uh, leapfrog into that conversation. If he does, fantastic. Trevor Lawrence, the way that their season finished this year, I don't know if he belongs in that conversation. But the AFC right now, with or without Lamar Jackson winning this game, is already stacked. 
And Josh Allen keeps running into Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. The problem with with Lamar being out the last two years is we don't have this great game. So to me, this just sets up as by far the best game of the weekend. I think it's going to be fantastic. I can't wait for him to go out and what he said after winning last week, he's like, everybody wanted us to prove it. We just proved it. He, this second half was flawless. Yes. It was damn near flawless. First half looked shaky. It did, but but what they were able to do in the second half was absolutely awesome to watch. And now for him to be able to go back and forth like we've seen Burrow, like we've seen Allen do with Mahomes, yeah, sign me up all day. Yeah, play, Just play that game twice tomorrow. And, yeah, then they, uh, and then they can play the Super Bowl in two weeks. Like, <laughs> on, like that's that's the hype that I have feeling for this game. It may not live up to it, yeah, I was but say, I, I'm a little reel I'm a little, it in. Eh? No, it's, reel it in. It's, the, to me, it's it's. Every, I'll tell you what, I had zero hype for Lions Bucks, and that turned into a great game. Well, sure, but but like, okay, let's say if if it were Bills Ravens, it would be very much somebody has to win. But now that it's Patrick Mahomes, it feels like there's there's your giant to slay, and and let's yeah. go let's go get him. So probably the weakest he's, or at least that team is. Yeah, they, they're the most vulnerable they've ever been. This is by far the best Ravens team. Everything's clicking. You're getting your tight end back. Mark Andrews is a big impact player on that team. Like it it feels like it's setting up for them to win this game. But yeah, still have to go out and do it. And if they look shaky in the first half, it might not be uh you know the the same uh, easy path because the reason that game was close was a punt return. In the first half, Mahomes is going to do a little better than the the Houston Texans, in my guesstimation. Do you remember when Mark Andrews got hurt this season? Oh, I mean, I couldn't tell you exactly when. I, I felt like it was midseason, but I... Well, do you know the game? No, I don't. I just okay. said that I don't. I don't even well, know what Well, you said midseason, but yeah. what I'll tell you is that it was the Thursday night game they were playing the Bengals. Where, and when, when was that? Was it midseason? Uh, I think it was more beginning. Okay. Because... Then Burrow got hurt that same game, or he was playing hurt, and then he got officially hurt, and then that's when Jake Browning came yep. in and played pretty well. Um, which, on two accounts, it's it's funny because uh, you know Andrews is considered like the Jason Witten to Tony Romo thing, right? Like the yeah. safety blanket, like Lamar Jackson, just you know he or you know more recent Kelsey to Mahomes like it's yep. it's his security blanket what i found so great about that game was it just confirmed so many things like all at once was one that fact that Lamar Jackson needs uh that type of safety blanket player in um in Mark Andrews but was able to succeed without him yep. two uh Joe Burrow gets hurt a lot yeah and that's probably going to continue and three nothing nothing can save sir- thursday night football <laughs> nothing <laughs> Uh, Literally, it, it was it was November sixteenth. Was so that it? okay? It's, it's been ten weeks, so it was definitely mid season. Okay, um, but yeah, that um, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Injuries are definitely part of the game, but I'll tell you, man, the guys that stay in there and Josh Allen, I'm glad that he hasn't had the injury trouble because you said it. Like he is a battering ram, and you can definitely it's gonna see come, it dude. You you definitely remember feel Cam like Newton's first oh, few I, years? Trust me, I know. And yeah. then, uh, but looking at a guy like Mahomes, where he gets chipped up and he goes out there and he plays. Oh, through yeah. pain and watching him limping around the field, still making plays. Um, but he's know. not he's actively a, looking for contact. No, but he's a gold standard right now, and Lamar Jackson wants to be. So bring it on. We're, there is a game on the other side. Uh, plenty of storylines abound in that one, so we'll talk about it after this uh, Sports Center update. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Allison Chains, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go! Controversial? Controversial? Uh, favorite. Uh, do you have a favorite Allison Chains album? No. I go Jar of Flies. Anybody? Sure. Yeah. Anybody? I don't know any Allison Chains albums, so I'll just say yes to whatever you say. All right. You could have said Hamburgers in Heaven, and I would have gone, yeah, I love that one. Eh, it's not my favorite. Like <laughs> the uh, Listen. Uh, side two. I really don't side, know. Yeah. Side two of Hamburgers in Heaven. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> They get more into acoustic stuff, which I, you know, you lost me. I don't know. A lot of people say dirt, probably, but I'm big fan of big fan of <laughs> big fan of jar plus. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there are two football games tomorrow. Do you know that? Uh, yes, I like the twelve and three. I think we talked about this last week because they did the same thing. The twelve and three Sunday kicks uh, work very well for my schedule. I do have a first birthday party that is uh, giving me some anxiety tomorrow that I have to attend. Because uh, every time Why? I say I'm just going to sit and watch football, my wife's like, "We have to go to the birthday party." Why is that giving you anxiety? I don't want to go because I just want to watch football. I just want to. Uh, I just want a cocoon of just me and the television, just watching football. Uh, I'm gonna. I put thought on... you meant more like like you're you're nervous about going to the party. Yeah, like w- what if I don't wear the right thing and the one year old like criticizes me? Yeah, no, not so worried about that. I just want to put on one of the uh, Clockwork Orange uh, head apparatuses and leave my eyes open the whole time and just watch football. Ah! I want to inject football into my veins mm. tomorrow and then wake up dope sick on Monday just and just talk about it all week. And then we have a Super Bowl. It's very exciting to me. Okay. And so going to a first birthday party, football crazy, I might just spike the baby. I don't want to do that. You know how much trouble I'd be in for spiking a one-year-old? I yeah, I do. Yeah, I think that you get arrested. I this I'm is fairly certain you so do. So there's the anxiety. It's like that ja- or that Chinese marathon we were talking about. Like I don't know, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure there has to be a rule that says no spiking babies. <laughs> like in merit during the marathon. Yeah, or yeah. just in like life. Like there has to be some law. Yeah, like, somewhere you can't it's spike written down. A baby. Somewhere it's written down. Don't spike the baby. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Like I mean, like 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 literally. Yes, it's not like oh that's assault. Like no, no it's in like, writing. Yeah, it's just no yeah. spiking a baby, as in an American football. Yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's written down somewhere. There's probably somebody that's done it, which is terrible to think of. But yeah, probably don't do it. So anyway, so I just don't want to get so caught up in football. So football, right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's what we're talking about, right? Right, right, right. So talked about the uh, Ravens versus the Chiefs. Ravens hosting the Chiefs. The Chiefs going on the road for is this the six straight AFC championship games? Whew. 
That's the fifth. Ooh. Them. Well, you can double check. I thought it was six. I thought they've already been to five. We'll I'll, we'll double check that. Right. I want to get your I want to get your shake on uh, what you call the new Cowboys and these 49ers that keep getting close but can't actually win the big game. These choke artists led by Kyle Shanahan who buckles under pressure. Did you see the stat last week? I need I need your opinion on this. So did you see the stat to start the fourth quarter? No. Kyle Shanahan is he was 0 and 30 when the 49ers trailed by five or more points entering the fourth quarter. Oh. As the fourth quarter started, there was 15 minutes left on the clock. They kicked a field goal to put the game within four, and they won. So technically, they snapped that streak. But the only football played while they were down five was them kicking the field goal that took three or four seconds or whatever it was, and they got it within four. So Kyle Shanahan, not great in these pressure situations. So your new Cowboys theory is very interesting to me. Well, I think the thing that's always kind of held the 49ers back is... Um, They're calm that- crowd. Oh, Well, that's one of them. <laughs> um, but I-, I think it's the elite level quarterback. Uh-huh. The elite level quarterback. And obviously you could just take that statement and go, well, I think that's holding every team back. Well, of course it is, but <laughs> well, no, it's not. Some teams have elite quarterback. The elite quarterback is not holding back the Chiefs. But every team that's struggling yeah, is yeah. like, yes, of course, if you had an elite level quarterback, they'd be better. But sure. really the 49ers, if they had an elite level quarterback would get over whatever hump they have in the NFC title game, because they definitely have one. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is, by all accounts, not good. Uh, he went to Oakland and got hurt a lot. And even when he was healthy, he really wasn't that great. Uh, Brock Purdy is fine. Uh, he has very good outings at times, but you can also attribute that to the fact that uh, Kyle Shanahan has him tuned up like a fork <laughs> in terms of what he wants the game plan to be. So there's really no improvis- improvisation on Brock Purdy's part. And that you can tell because of the fact that as the game goes on and if they're not winning, Purdy doesn't seem to be able to get out of his own way or improvise in, in any way whatsoever. Ooh, I disagree with that. So this is, I this don't. is if they're back... in control of games, he's yeah. good. If they lose control of a game at some way, Brock Purdy cannot regain that control back. But he's only been a starter for a year and a half. So this sure. is his first time as a full-time starter. This mm-hmm. is his second straight NFC championship game. Mm-hmm. So if he goes and wins the Super Bowl, does that put him in elite status if he goes gets a Super Bowl MVP because that's that's always the tricky part too is right there's there's always so many guys like you say Josh Allen isn't great if there was no Patrick Mahomes would he be great because he fills that void and wins the Super Bowls there's just somebody that's better so it's it's evaluating a guy in a vacuum where it's like well he does all the things or he's part of this team that does all the things that they need to do to win is Patrick Mahomes who he is without Andy Reid is is Tom Brady become who he is without Bill Belichick. It's it's always difficult to say that, but to say that Brock Purdy doesn't have the potential to be elite is, I think, silly. To say that he's there already also seems a little bit off. But if he goes and dismantles the Lions and then goes and wins a Super Bowl over Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, yeah, the conversation, conversation, the narrative yeah. changes it sure does. pretty dramatically. Well, um, a lot like Joe Flacco, it changes. R- real quick for people that were curious, uh, Kansas City hosted the five previous AFC Championship oh, games, so this is number six. My goodness. Uh, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, they hosted them all, and now they're playing on the road for the first time in their sixth straight AFC Championship. Are game. you exhausted of them at all? 
No, I like him still. He's still there. I still I still buy into it. And there was there's a point in the in the season they lost a game and there was some call or something. And Patrick Mahomes got all hot and bothered. Mm. And a lot of people were like, Well, this is the time that we turn off the Chiefs. They just win and win and win and then they finally lose or they sound like babies. I was like, Good. They should like weird, the team that always wins hates losing. I was like, Okay, good. They should be pissed. Like to me, yeah. that actually makes me like them more. I like Patrick Mahomes despite his awful brother and annoying wife the whole taylor swift and travis kelsey thing is still amusing to me um the my auto commercial is still one of my favorites all of the things are working for me for the chiefs andy reed uh now with the state farm commercials uh cracks me up so i still think that they are uh likable um so if they keep winning they the 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 bar has been raised by Tom Brady, so it's going to be a long time before uh, we start talking about him as the greatest career of all times. But right now, he's the best in the game. What I will say is, right, there's the easy correlation to make between those 2000s, uh, mid-2010s Patriots teams Mm -hmm. um, and what you get right now with the Chiefs. And I think that, you know, you're talking about the uh, the likability factor of this team. And it kind of begs the question, like, okay, well, then where did the Pats lose that? Because there was a certain Eh, point. But Bill Belichick was never Andy Reid. He was never likable. He was admirable. Uh, I think he was before this moment, which before, was Spygate. Yeah, I would, I would tell you Spygate was the moment everybody went, oh, these guys yep. are really huge a-holes. Yeah. And I think that... Deflategate uh, didn't help. <laughs> Deflategate didn't help either. Yep, that was another But that one. was a little bit more on Tom Brady. Yeah. But the Spygate was, was definitely Belichick. Was the start. But Belichick was always crass, where like Andy Reid was always likable. Andy Reid was the greatest coach never to win until he won too. So it wasn't like he came out of nowhere where where Bill Belichick kind of did. Bill Belichick was a great defensive coordinator. He was a bad head coach in in Cleveland and he ran the team out of town. They were he was such a bad coach that they just what? left the in city Cleveland? of Cleveland. No, he wasn't. Uh that's an exaggeration. They made the playoffs. They did, but they yeah. were, they were growing towards something, but they they fired yeah. him and he did have a losing record there. He had the weird Jets press conference where he took the head coaching job then quit it. Yeah, he awesome. had a losing season with Drew Bledsoe before Tom Brady took over uh, because of injury. He ran out Bernie Kosar, which is really what got him fired in Cleveland. Um, so he was kind of this curmudgeon guy. And then they start winning and you're like, oh, this is kind of a cool story. And and they didn't just take the world by storm. They won. Then they had to uh, miss the playoffs the next year or certainly didn't make the. And then they won two in a row. And then they had a bit of a dry spell. They started winning Super Bowls late. Like they just were always there. You had the Peyton... Uh, uh, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady uh, rivalry that was, I think, really intriguing, and so I think that carried the story along. But I think I don't think that they were ever, I don't think they were ever as likable as the Chiefs are now. I just don't think that they ever got to but that. What point. will what will it be that will because all of these likable teams that occupy decades of sports, your Warriors, your Bulls, yeah. your uh, your Patriots, your Chiefs, your I guess in the 2000s, maybe the Steelers in some way. Um, like some, you know, something happens where we all just kind of go, uh, just shut up and go away. And like, I'm thinking about like, what is it with the Chiefs that's going to happen? Like, I, I just got a, uh, I just got a text on my phone from uh, a friend that is listening, and uh, he has a picture of Patrick Mahomes and his wife. Patrick Mahomes in an all white suit, no shirt. <laughs> 
silver necklaces, um, uh, wearing his sunglasses indoors at an award ceremony, saying over the Chiefs. I don't know if you can see it from how far away oh, I you see are. It. That's fine. But there's nothing about that that makes me over the Chiefs. Me too. Yeah, I'm but I, fine I, with I that. I can understand why people. Are. Yes. What I honestly don't. So what? His wife's annoying. Who cares? Yeah. There's a lot of annoying wives out there. Yes. Yes. So what? Whoa, Taylor Swift shot at your wife. Taylor Swift goes to the games. Great. Yep, yep. I don't really care about that. I, you know, none of that stuff really matters to me. The stuff that matters to me is the, hey, we're actually recording people during games, yes. and uh, yeah. we're deflating footballs because we're nutcases. Hey, we decided to bring on the most unlikable NBA player in the last fifteen years to just win two titles because yep. we can't. We don't have an answer for LeBron James. We literally don't know how to beat LeBron James, so we're just going to bring Kevin yeah. Durant on, yep. and then we're going to suck the two years after, and then finally win another legitimate title. Hey, uh, we're starting to find out the greatest player in basketball history is kind of a scumbag. Yep. Maybe that team wasn't so likable. It, it's it's uh, it's but what it's, is that going to be? It, but it's a it's a weird thing. I don't I don't know when it will be. Um, but to me, I think the 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 reason that I enjoy the Chiefs so much right now is because I feel like there are a couple teams, Ravens included, that I think could and probably should beat them right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, like, I feel like the, mm-hmm. the Ravens uh, should be favored in On this paper. game. They are favored and should be favored in this game. Yeah. Do you trust that they're going to beat them? Uh, it's that <laughs> X factor. <laughs> yes, it is. You don't know? It very much yeah. is. The Bills, the Bills were not their best this year, neither were the Chiefs. I thought that was a pretty even matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Burrow, when he gets back in there, I think it's cool that they were able to you know, knock him off the mountaintop once. But I think that the fact, the thing that keeps the Chiefs interesting is there are plenty of teams in the AFC alone that make it really compelling. The, the parody in the NFL has always been the thing that has kept me so interested in it. So I can watch the Chiefs, and I understand why people are over them, and you can root against them, but they just keep winning. So let's go. Let's go. What to watch in the games. Not just the games, but like ah, what's the one thing that Will's watching for this weekend? We'll figure it out next. What to watch. Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan. <laughs> Which is the most exciting matchup in the field of competition? Which game will leave you kicking yourself if you miss it? Which channel should you switch to when the sporting day is done? Welcome to America's most exciting sports talk radio show segment. It's time for What to Watch. Presented by Encore Audio Video. Now hear this. Whether you're looking for a new TV or a custom home theater, start at Encore Showroom at 14th and Everett in the Pearl. Now our expert panel, avid television viewer Will Darkins. And increasingly out-of-touch father of twin girls, Luke Anderson. Are here to tell you what to watch. Literally, it's what to watch on The Sinner and the Saint. On 1080 The Fan. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's what to watch. Uh, before we get into what to watch, what to do. February 27th, uh, The Fan is hosting its first annual Winter Classic. That's right, playing golf indoors at X Golf. Uh, you can sign up for both uh, Tualatin or Vancouver. There's a noon and a 4 p.m. flight. Uh, you sign up as groups of three. That's right. 
threesome time. Uh, it's all indoors. It's all fantastic. Danny and Dusty will be out of Vancouver, Isaac and Suki in Tualatin. Um, it's going to be a blast. Killer prizes, uh, including uh, entry into the Fan Golf Classic in June and, uh, and all these things uh, that you can win and do and say that you were there. It's going to be a monumentous occasion, uh, very much like the Super Bowl in a couple weeks. So uh, what are you watching for that determines these games? So uh, we've got first the Ravens and Chiefs, uh, and then the Lions at Niners. What do you end up think ends up being the deciding factor in each game? Defense, defense, defense! Okay. Defense. It's Steve Spagnola. <laughs> It's Steve Spagnola and his ability to game plan against Lamar Jackson yep. and figure out how are we going to get this guy out of the pocket. And I say that because of the Ooh, fact that... you want that him out of the pocket. You do okay. in some respects. Obviously, you don't want him running everywhere. But at the same time, if as a defensive line, you can make Lamar Jackson uncomfortable in the pocket, unable to make throws, that's when his window of possibilities just starts shutting. We saw it in his first playoff game that he ever had was that the defense basically said, hey, look, man, we don't really care if you run with the ball. That's fine. We're just not going to let you throw downfield. You can throw checkdowns. That's fine with us. And you can run. We're just going to build a Tampa two fence right along the yeah. mid sense of the field. And you can run for three, four yards. We're going to hit the living crap out of you <laughs> yeah. every time. But we're not going to give up big plays. Yeah. And so you got to think Steve Spagnuolo is looking at what's worked in the past and how to get him on his feet, feeling nervous in the pocket, feeling like he either has to make some mistake by throwing it downfield or uh, you know, drawing contact from a defender. The more and more you get hit as a quarterback in a game, the more and more you start to make bad decisions. All right. You, the defense for the Ravens has been outstanding all year yeah. as well, so I, I, I'm kind of with you on that side of the, the ball as well. Uh, it's big for the Ravens to to kind of eliminate. You, you don't have a great wide receiver core. That's been uh, kind of beat to death, but I think you just have to limit the improvis improvisation of Patrick Mahomes. So uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, well, I mean, kind of, but yeah. well, I mean, if he hits Travis Kelsey on time, if he can hit his wide receivers yeah. on time, that's a big one too. But when he doesn't, when he doesn't have the weapons that he had when he had Tyreek Hill and mm -hmm. you know Travis Kelsey at 100, percent um, I think that the on time plays were a little bit more critical. But now it's like, well, if Patrick Mahomes can get out there and, and get creative, I think it makes it a lot more difficult for a defense. So pressure, yeah. I think, matters mm -hmm. there too. Uh, defense in the other game, uh, the most important thing as well. Well, defense on a couple of sides. We talked about it in hour one, uh, the 49ers, though it's a defense that's highly touted. The one very weak thing that they're at is the zone and outside run. And as you saw with the Packers, Aaron Jones diced them up. Mm -hmm. uh, the Packers were very much in that game uh, until the very end. This wasn't one of those kind of scores that looked close but really got blown out. No, the Packers were in it for quite a long time. And you feel like the Lions, with their very, very good offensive line and their great running back duo, uh, if they can take advantage of that and they can keep San Francisco from gaining momentum early and keep them down uh, for a lot of the game, you know, they're going to have the best chance to win. Of course, uh, you know, if everybody's healthy on San Francisco, that machine works its magic yeah. and usually comes out with W's. But again, Debo Samuel, he is cleared to play. You made a great point saying, yes, but how much of that game yep. will he actually play? Well, David Montgomery or uh, Jameer Gibbs uh, following Penny Sewell out to the left Scary. was, I mean, that, that Penny Sewell, I, I think you kind of forget how awesome of an athlete that guy is until he gets yeah. to the open field and just starts 
forearm shivering guys as he runs down the field and get behind him. Uh, the other advantage that you have with the running game that the Lions have is it keeps the ball away from the 49ers and not necessarily Brock Purdy because I know that you're not in love with him, but uh, all the weapons that they have on the offensive mm-hmm. side of the ball because they, they can be quick strike. They all also can be methodical. Um, so I think it's a big advantage if you can get the running game going. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that was it. Thank you very much for listening. Will, thanks for joining me as always. Uh, next week, we'll know who's playing in the Super Bowl. How exciting! But for now, we're done. Bye-bye. Come on! Three and a half inches of, of wiener hanging yes. out on I mean, if you're going to go truck, get the Raptor. It's, it's, it's a good investment, right? Yeah, whatever. It's a good-looking truck. Yeah. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.